The Cleveland Beat is brought to you by Strategic Financial Solutions, a personalized investment and financial planning company. Contact Larry Koval at 216-481-1634 for an appointment or email lkoval at lifemark.com. Today, I'm talking to Carol Nagus, who is Director of Nursing um, at Stella Maris, a facility that has been treating substance addiction since 1948. Carol is also founder of the Rock of Faith Concert, and we're here to talk about both important topics. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, I, I'm really excited about what you all have to, to cover uh, in this few, the few minutes that we have. Um, of course, you have a very cool concert coming up on September 25th. Uh, but first, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, Stella Maris, which has, you know, a long history of helping others beat uh, alcohol and drug addiction. How long have you been there and what's involved in your position? Um, well, I'm the director of nursing and I have been there since 2013. Um, and we basically have right now a 20 bed men and women's detox facility that I'm in charge of that and all of the medical services across the campus. I um, help run that with the medical director, Dr. Leiden, Joseph Leiden. Um, we have a lot going on at Stella Maris right now, a lot of new things happening. We have just opened up a men's residential facility um, in our old detox, and that has 12 men's beds. We have a 46 men's supportive housing dormitory on our campus, and then we just moved into the convent at St. Malachi's Church across the street to create a women's dorm. Of, of sober housing. So there's 17 women's beds there. And all of those people that are living in the dorms, the, the men and the women, um, they come onto our campus every day and go to uh, treatment for drug and alcohol addiction. That's outpatient treatment, but then we give them sober living. Um, uh, it's, except for those residential beds, those are the ones that are actually living on our campus. Um, we feed them all. We are renovating currently a coffee shop that's below our outpatient services that will be opening sometime in October to the public to serve coffee. Um, and right uh, through the other side of the coffee shop is a, a auditorium that has, I think, over 100 seats. The seats were donated by the Cleveland Cavaliers some time ago. And um, we oh. have generally something like 31 12-step recovery meetings in and out of that facility during during the week. Um, of course, COVID has put a real damper on our ability to do a lot of those things. So right now, 
our campus is still partially closed and we just started opening back up to 12-step recovery meetings when this Delta variant came, came through. So my focus these days, unfortunately, is primarily on trying to keep us from having a huge COVID outbreak, running vaccine clinics, um, to try to get the campus vaccinated because it's very transient. So every 30, 60 or 90 days, I have a whole new group of people that I need to try to get vaccinated. So that's really what I've been focusing on. Yes, uh, your, your plate is full, that's for sure. And then what we're also gonna talk about, you're very busy. Um, so yeah, so let's, you know, let's talk a little bit about rock and roll. Uh, the Rock of Faith concert um, is an annual event, save, and I was gonna say save COVID, but you said that you did have it last year. Uh, but first of all, how did you get inspired to start that? Well, it's really very interesting, but um, the Rock of Faith actually takes place at First Baptist Church of Greater Cleveland on Fairmont Boulevard, and that is actually my church. I was married there in 1980, um, and my husband and I have been going there. Uh, we are both have always been interested in music and rock and roll, and so we started singing in the praise band there, the, the rock band there. This church is very well known for the music that it has in it, it that comes out of that church. Um, there's a lot of famous groups, Apollo's Fire is there very often, and they have a lot of classical things that happen, but they didn't have a lot of contemporary things. And um, so my pastor asked me at one point, if we could create something that was contemporary, that was a little more contemporary. And so I thought, well, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I, and I started with what I know, okay? Um, and I had had a, uh, uh, an addiction to drugs and alcohol quite some time ago. Um, actually, September, August 17th, I celebrated 24 years of sobriety, but um, when I started- to you. <laughs> Thank you. When I started this concert, um, 11 years ago, I basically told my story of addiction. And then I used rock music to tell the story um, as I was narrating what was going on with me. Taking, so I call it the transformation of the soul, taking you on a journey through the transformation of the soul because you know, you start out in this hopelessness and despair. Well, actually first you start out and everything's wonderful and great and you're partying. And then the next thing you know, you're in this pit of hopelessness and despair. And then uh, you're caught in this rut of addiction. And sometimes it's very difficult to get out. I know for me that I felt like I was climbing out of a black hole. So then I um, finally surrendered to, um, you know, I call it to God for me, but to a, a God of my understanding and um, started to get better. And then the next part of the concert is basically called um, breaking free from the chains because you're still kind of being pulled back to the, to the addiction life, but you're trying to get into recovery and there's a lot of back and forth and tugging and pulling that happens before you actually break through into the light. So that's what the whole um, story is like. And I just use rock music to tell the story. Now I told my story forever and ever and ever, year after year after year. And then in the last couple of years, I started um, using other people's stories. I asked some of the other cast members who are also in recovery to share their story with me. And then I um, 
adapted it to my uh, narrative. So, um, and yeah. that's what I'm doing. I love it. I always say music is so healing and it, it saves music saves, uh, you know, and so you were, um, did you go to nursing school while you were going through all that? Because I know you've been a nurse for quite a while. Uh, I, I have been a nurse for a while. I actually got sober and went to started nursing school. So I had never gone to college before because I actually, my parents were both musicians and went right out of high school singing in a band myself, at, which was a great place for somebody that had a problem with drugs and alcohol, hang out in a bar, hang out, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I worked in the restaurant business during the day. Another great place for an alcoholic to hang out was restaurant business. So, you know, that was really my life uh, until I got sober. Um, and then, um, when I got sober, I decided that I wanted to go to nursing school. And one of the reasons for that is because addiction takes away your hopes and dreams. And so whatever your hopes and dreams are, are pretty much washed away by your drug of choice because that becomes the love of your life. And when you remove that, um, if you give yourself enough time, then your hopes and dreams come back. And for me, that was, I always wanted to be a nurse, but never thought that I could um, make it through nursing school. So I, I got sober, went to nursing school, and now here I am. So that, that's, a, that's a, a wonderful story right there. That's terrific. <laughs> um, and so this isn't an annual event. This will be the 11th one. Um, and it always, um, the, the funds uh, you raise are go to other causes. And this year it's going to the Cornerstone Housing. Could you tell us a little bit about Cornerstone? Right. So um, every year the, the, the funds go to some nonprofit and usually it's a sober house um, in the Cleveland area. It could be a treatment facility in the Cleveland area that helps people in recovery because obviously I wanna, and the thing that's important to know about a lot of the sober houses is that there's a very nice network of sober houses in the Cleveland area. A lot of people don't know about them. They haven't heard about them. And because they're small, they don't get a lot of funding from the state or anything like that, or they they, they have difficulty raising funds for, for things like that, but they're doing really incredible work and they're really helping a lot of people. And Cornerstone Housing um, is a, a, a couple, um, Hillary Yance and Chuck Kraft are the two people that own Cornerstone Housing and they have men's houses and they have women's houses. And they are some of the nicer sober housing places around here. They run a very tight ship. They're very strict um, with the girls or the boys that are there in recovery, but their houses are clean, they're neat, they're well cared for. And um, we at Stella Mars have used them on occasion. We, what we do is we'll have girls that graduate um, or guys that graduate from our programs and they're ready to move into sober housing. And that's one of the places that we'll recommend is Cornerstone Housing because um, it, it, we know that it's a good safe place to go and a good place to tell them. So, I'll, and sometimes they go there, go to the sober house and then go to an intensive outpatient program while they're living in a sober house. Um, so these, these houses are very important for people that don't have safe environments. If they have families or brothers or sisters that are using at home, then they can't go home and, and expect to get sober. They need to be in a sober environment and that's what they provide. So Cornerstone Housing is who I chose this year because 
I know they do good work and they've done good work for us. And so I want to pay back. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, the concert will take place at the, the Baptist uh, church, your first, first Baptist of Greater Cleveland, correct? Correct. It's First Baptist Church of Greater Cleveland. It's on the corner of Fairmont and Eaton Road. And that is in right on the border of Shaker Heights and Cleveland. Um, uh, Cleveland Heights. Yeah. Shaker Heights and Cleveland Heights. And um, the you have you have two choices this year. Um, last year, because of COVID, we just ran a completely virtual concert. Um, but this year, we will have two choices. You can either come into the sanctuary. You will have to wear a mask, of course, while you're seated in the sanctuary and social distance. But the sanctuary actually seats about 500 people, so we have enough room um, for for people that want to go. The tickets are. $20, you can buy them at the door, or you can buy them ahead of time. And then on the website, um, starting the next week or two, you're gonna start to see opportunities to buy a ticket for someone in recovery, which means, you know, you can buy a ticket for somebody that is at Stella Maris um, at the Sober House, and then you're gonna pay their ticket for them to go to the concert and do something, something um, uh, that has to do with the recovery that maybe might help them or for somebody at another sober house. And then we, um, all those tickets that are purchased for people, buying tickets for people in recovery, we will hand out to some of the other sober houses in the community and give them an opportunity to come to the concert for free. So. Um, Excellent. Um, and, and the donation ticket link will also, uh, it will run through September 30th. So even after the concert. Correct, so. correct. Yeah. So I hear that you have a terrific band right in your church that has been, you know, that can play pretty much anything, you know, different genres from the Beatles to the Stones to Gloria Estrevan, uh, the, uh, let's see, Foo Fighters. That's quite a, a wide, you know, range. Yes, they're wonderful. They're really wonderful. They are um, we're, we're really very blessed to have them. They play pretty much all over the Cleveland area as well, most of the musicians in this band. So if you're a music fan and you go out and listen to a lot of live music, you probably will recognize some of them. But we are very blessed at First Baptist to have them as part of our praise band every Sunday. So uh, they play together all the time. They're pretty tight and um, it, it'll be a very enjoyable concert, I promise. Oh, it sounds like it. I can't wait to hear it. Anytime there's a good live band, I'm there. Um, and again, we can, you know, you can hear it through live stream. Um, and so basically, this is a chance to support a very important cause, several actually, uh, and have fun doing it. So I'm in. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to us here at the Cleveland Bee. And I really, uh, again, it's September 25th. Uh, oh, let's see. And the doors open at 6 for a silent auction with the concert starting at 7. Correct. That's absolutely correct. Okay. And we can, you can, they can go to Facebook, First Baptist of uh, Greater Cleveland on Facebook or through their website. Right, they can go to uh, uh, First Baptist Church of Greater Cleveland.org and buy tickets on the website. They can buy tickets at the door. There will also be opportunities to buy tickets for recovery. Those will be showing up on Facebook. Um, and I believe we have a Rock of Faith page on Facebook. You can uh, go right to the page. So um, 
but it's all there. So um, we hope we, we hope we hope to see you all there. And again, it could be live streamed or in the sanctuary. The sanctuary, um, you will have to wear a mask. I'm just reminding people that they will be wearing masks and social distancing if they come to the concert live. We hope to see you. Yes, and they could come live and then feel comfortable. And thank you so yes. much for what everything that you do. Uh, you, you're really doing some great work. And I, I love when you married um, you know, the live music to with a great cause. So we will see you Thanks. soon. Thank you so much. Yes, this is the Cleveland Beat. I am in direct. It will affect what you're talking about. Say you don't know the Cleveland Beat. What you're talking about. Say you don't know the Cleveland Beat. You must be crazy.